one. One of our most awkward sounding countdowns. It sounded like you were a full two and a half beats behind me on really? that one. I wasn't. Yeah. I was right on cue. Well, you know, <laughs> that, you know, we're I, always... I keep getting you know, pop-up messages from Zoom that says I'm not connected, but I haven't gotten disconnected, and I haven't lagged, and you haven't lagged, so I'm just gonna, we're just gonna go with it. So we don't know if this is actually gonna make it to the, <laughs> to into an episode or not. We, we may just be... S- screaming into the void right now that's okay it's kind of freeing actually one up for friendship (laughs) like one of my mini games i've planned that have gotten deleted because they didn't work (laughs) oh (laughs) nothing is as bad as the jennifer clark episode that was unusable (laughs) oh my gosh hey i got to meet jennifer and richard clark in person uh last weekend it was great and you're still here, time. so we I'm know that Jennifer here. and Richard are not serial killers. They're not. They're not. <laughs> Even though the homeschoolers for Trump um, people tried to come for them, they're still here. <laughs> Did they tell you that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it when we were sitting there. And they read me your questions, and then I had to tell the backstory for every single question <laughs> that... <laughs> that you communicated on twitter and they read to me it was fun we had a good time good good so they have confirmed that you are in fact a real person yes i'm a real person they're real people it's crazy you know who else is a real person supposedly but we can't figure out who he he is i noticed one of the one of my followers on twitter I was just looking at the notifications, and uh, let me look him up again. I think it's a him. the The handle is his Twitter name right now is is Tomb Raider Ginsburg. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his bio says he's the producer of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or she? We got a we got a producer. I don't know if it's a he or a she. Why do I think it's a he? I don't know. Isn't Tomb Raider a female character? Yeah. <laughs> this is I a mystery. Know. I don't know. Well, I just got a pop-up message. It's a low system resources. I think we're being hacked right now. This both is of going us. great. You know what? We need Tomb Raider Ginsburg to get on this as our producer <laughs> right? and figure right? out what's going on. Come on. Help us out here. All right, let's see. What can I... This is going to be fantastic audio. Let me see if I can close some stuff over here. (laughs) There we go. That's better. All right, so... uh, I was trying to think of a stupid opening for the episode today. Okay. And uh, I think I'm going to give you 10-second impressions. All right. And... The idea here is that much like a homeschooler on the wedding night, if it's not enjoyable, just hang in there because it's only going to last about 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just Thank stupid you for impressions. That. Thanks for getting us started off on that foot. <laughs> just really stupid impressions I've been working on, like in the car when I'm by myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
All right, I got my list up here. I've only got a few of them. Uh, Jay Leno as the lead singer of the Newsboys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and by the way, I don't think anybody under the age of 30 is going to get any of these. I don't know who Jay Leno is. I probably, know. When but... did Jay Leno go off the air? About like 1994, maybe? Oh, no, it was not that early. <laughs> Jay Leno as lead singer of the Newsboys. Hey, you hear about this one? Hear about this one? There's some people out there saying, God, dead. Hey, hey, Kev, you hear about this? <laughs> I would just like the record to show that I really like Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit surprising. I would have thought maybe you were more of a Letterman person. No, I wasn't. I don't know why. Who knows? Why was I even staying up that late? Yeah, good question. When I had to be I... at high school at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> why was I watching Jay Leto? Probably because I was going to skip the next day. Wow. What a rebel. <laughs> hey, classic pastor's kid behavior i know it's true <laughs> all right this all right i put po- no i don't i don't apologize for anything okay tony tony danza as the sbc president <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah yeah oh so oh, so you wait you got to like some baptist or something <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of turned into Sylvester Stallone there at the end. Uh, a little He's, bit. Uh, a little hey, bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> Were you allowed to watch Who's the Boss? I was until that episode where they had to go get the teenage girl a bra, I think, or something. There was oh, just a lot of... Gosh. <laughs> you remember that one? I mean... No, but it okay. wouldn't have stuck with me. And then there was another one where Mona, uh, like it was, they, they, it was clear that Mona was like banging some like thirty-five-year-old guy or something, and it was like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think we're gonna watch this anymore. Mona, the OG cougar. <laughs> yeah, how does she not get on Golden Girls? It's like a crossover. I don't know. Is there like a Mona Golden Girls rivalry or something? <laughs> I don't know. Plus the uh, plus the the, ma, uh, the grandma from Family Matters. Oh yeah, she was great. Yeah. She's probably dead now. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Okay, who's next? Uh, John Lovitz is a youth pastor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot think of a worse idea than John Lovitz is a youth pastor. And you are not allowed to have sex. You can only hold hands. As a matter of fact, we must cut our hands off. None of that. Hand jobs are okay, though. <laughs> That was really good. You've never done them before. I do stupid, <laughs> stupid voices that I do. That's <laughs> yeah, 10 second impressions. Thank you. All right. Speaking of uh, none of that. 
I'm kind of mad that I didn't get the Tony. Like, I screwed up the Tony Danza impression. I'm going to keep doing that the entire episode. Yeah, I'm Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Oh, what, what, you guys like some Baptist or something? <laughs> okay, I can't wait. It's going right, to be sorry. great. Uh, okay, so uh, you promised, as soon as I saw this, I... Uh, I was like, oh boy, I can't wait for Casey to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> the Adidas advertisement. Yeah. And it was a tweet, but it's really an advertisement because they were advertising their new products. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if they, f- I don't know if they felt like the time was right because everybody was reacting to yeah. the mo- modesty bro. Yeah. But they took that opportunity to post a collage of uh, probably what, like 30 pairs of 30 bare female torsos let's just put it that way yeah and somehow tied that to body positivity and their new line of sports bras or something yeah they were like the tweet said we believe every body is different or something like we believe every body is something something i'm like you believe like you, you, you hold this belief, like it is something that you've thought about and you've decided that it's true. Like it, it literally is true. You don't. We believe. Like, that's like, like we believe everyone deserves to be treated with respect. Okay, that's a good thing. But like, we believe every female bot. Like, oh my gosh, could this be? more self All right, Chandler Bing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just oh. want to say, I just want to say I believe in love. <laughs> it was just, oh man. I think they definitely, I mean, a few people already made the point on Twitter that they definitely did it yeah, kind of as a response probably to, to that tweet. But also... I have a funny story for this. I'm not going to be insufferable the whole time. But (laughs) it's just like, why is this, like, considered... If you want to sell a sports bra, like, show different size women in your sports bras. Why do you... Why? why, What? (laughs) It's like, why do you have to show their bare breasts? Just to convince us that you sell to all different sizes. You can tell somebody's breast size even still in a sports bra <laughs> that they're, they have a range of sizes. But they believe it, Casey. But they did get everybody talking, so they won. So, okay. Just like the Theo bro did. He got everybody talking. He sure did. We can come back to him if you want. You know, whatever. No. You, you know what I'm going to do if, you, if we go back to him. Okay. So, this is my story. <laughs> I cried laughing trying to communicate this story at a family dinner the other night because it just... So, I have this thing where I interrupt Danny while he's working, even though I shouldn't. I do all day, every day. Just constant. I'm texting. We're texting across the house. So, I texted him. Adidas tweeted a literal collage of bare breasts to say that they sell sports bras for all shapes and sizes. And he responded with a thinking emoji face like this. (laughs) 
<laughs> I said, that's a feminist flex to a corporation, I guess. He texted back. Probably men with shaved feet, too. Oh, what? He said, no time for showing women of all sizes. I said, I have no idea what the shaved feet comment means. Also, the boobs are all different. He said, not hairy feet. Hobbit ass man feet. <laughs> Meaning, they didn't use women for the feet photo. I said, what feet photo? I'm like, did he see another ad that I don't know about? I said, I'm so confused at your train of thought. He said, OMG, I don't know why when I read breast, I read feet. I was like, why would they show a group of feet to show their bras? I guess because they're a shoe company. He literally thought that I said that they had a collage of bare feet. And he was responding. He was like totally with me. Like hating Paging Dr. Freud. Hating, <laughs> hating on Adidas. Like they probably didn't even use women's feet. Like <laughs> it was so good. And we laughed about it for a while together. Further interrupting his day. <laughs> so yeah. He just saw Adidas and he thought shoes, feet. There we go. <laughs> I that is that's amazing. <laughs> oh, we had a lot of fun with that. That is amazing. <laughs> I, I was like, bear. So, <laughs> I kept going. So I guess, so I guess when he f- saw the actual advertisement, he was probably like, "Oh wait, no, I was, I was way off." <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- I don't know if he went looking for it or not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I was way off. This is not what I thought it was. It's funny because, like, I I could have texted him, like, a different word. I could have said, like, tits. And he wouldn't have probably gotten that confused, but I just went, you know, bare breasts. And they were weird. It was a weird... It was just... It was, it was so weird. They were very, like, medical. Didn't, I felt like the... It was, like, pictures that a doctor would take. You know? <laughs> So bizarre. <laughs> Did you see it trending before I told you about it? Yeah. Yeah, I've okay. already seen it. Okay. <laughs> yes, that was one of the I actually of this saw podcast. people tweeting about it before I saw it trending. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I kind of got ambushed by it. Like, I was like, huh, why, why is, like, 300,000 tweets about Adidas. Oh, okay, there it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see it now. Their pinned tweet is just nipples. <sighs> I like the, the intricacies of this podcast that we're going to talk about this in depth, but like <laughs> we couldn't, couldn't, couldn't share it. We was just like, all right, there's something out there. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to send it to you. Yeah. But have you seen it? It was so bizarre. What's I, I next? think the word I would. <laughs> it's like, what is next? Well, I saw a lot of people making the comment, like, are you just going to post a collage of guys' junk for your jockstrap yeah, collection? Yeah, we sell all. We believe that men come in all shapes and sizes. 
It's just, I don't, I, I'm curious. Did anybody see that and think, yeah, like any woman see that and think like, yes, finally the representation that we want. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I definitely appreciate how corporations are like using different size models and showing their clothes on bodies besides, besides like a size zero or two or whatever but <laughs> i didn't see that picture and be like oh those look like mine yay i can buy an adidas sports bra <laughs> it's just like so stupid <laughs> anyways I, I think the word I would use is clumsy. I just, in, I enjoyed the clumsiness of it where it was like, there were, I mean, in a, in a marketing sense, I guess it did work because everybody's talking about it. But yeah. Yeah. Like you just, you somehow managed to offend everyone at once. Like, yeah. People like, you know, the church crowd isn't happy. Right. The, the super progressive crowd isn't happy because they feel like they're being manipulated <laughs> and, regular people are just confused like what is going That's on here and... i'm just confused I, I wouldn't say i'm not, i i'm offended by like the the idea that this is what is gonna make me want to buy a sports bra from them so whatever that is called <laughs> it i mean it was confusing it's like all right are you objectifying like is this empowering like what what are we doing here yeah. and it wasn't clear and I mean, I guess I did just kind of enjoy the overall clumsiness of it. Of <laughs> like, it just anytime you can make everybody mad, it's impressive. What also, but I am also confused why they could tweet that. So is that? I don't know. I I I don't know what Twitter's terms and conditions are. Obviously, I, I men can have their bare chests on Twitter. But I don't know. Maybe because well, it was talk... like not sexual. Well, you'd be surprised the sexual things you see on oh, Twitter. No, when I you... know, I know that that's out there. But I mean, like, why they can tweet that and not have to worry that it's going to get deleted? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Or report it, or whatever. Well, I'm sure people are going to report it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Brian Suave was the first to click on that or whatever that no, guy. No, he's, he's clicking on it, but for different reasons. Oh, Brian. <sighs> was, that, was that his name? I don't know. I just remember I... his last name was Suave. <laughs> Not to be confused with E. Suavo, right. my AOL <laughs> buddy list name from 1997. Oh my gosh, buddy list. I haven't heard that no. phrase in a while. Yeah, we need to just start an FSBT buddy list where we just <laughs> get out and chat with people. Yeah, why not? We can have our producer set it up. I think they call that Discord now. No, is it now? <laughs> or Slack if you if you want to go corporate. <laughs> One time, uh, what was the name of their magazine? Upright. Uh, Kate Watson and Ashley Abramson. They put me in a slack one time with a bunch of Christian writers. Oh. And, like I just would not, I would not behave. Like I would not get on there and 
play nice. I am shocked <laughs> at this at what you're telling me. I think they got I think they might have got kind of mad at me because like they were going to use it like as a networking thing and I would just not respond, not respond, not respond and then get on there and just say something stupid. <laughs> Much like I do on Twitter. Beautiful. In real life. Beautiful. I love it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they actually asked me to write something for Upright Magazine one time, and I did, and it was like in the format of my blog post, uh, where it was just like 100% satirical. This guy's just an idiot talking <laughs> about, you know, who you're allowed to bang and who you're not allowed to bang in the church. And it's, it's just. <laughs> did it get published? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> they sent me like the sweetest note. Cause I forget what the deal was. It was like, I think, I don't remember. Like they just asked me to write something for him. So I did. And they sent me like the sweetest thing of like, well, um, we are going to look at this. <laughs> We're going to pass. <laughs> we are readers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, have a certain expectation of <laughs> we think this is funny but we're a little concerned <laughs> that's like it's fine it's totally fine <laughs> I think I probably just turned around and posted it on my blog probably like, the next day R.I.P. So. right <laughs> to your blog <laughs> I finally got a hold of the guy that, that hosted it he said he could probably get it back up uh and then I said, and then I said, yeah, but what about the blog? <laughs> so stupid. Tony Danza. Hey. Oh, oh, Tony Danza. All right. Okay. So we're done talking about, we never like actually, we didn't what? have any kind of resolution on Adidas at all. It was just um, kind of Adidas laughing at them. tweet was stupid, but they do make my favorite sneaker of all time. So I forgive them. I wish you could have seen because when I saw it, I was like, well, all right, here you go, Kendra. I just turned the computer around and I was like, this is what Adidas just did. Yeah. And she was like, what? What? This is... <laughs> how, how can they do that? The indignation. That was, that yeah. was a good impression. <laughs> Spouses can impersonate each other. Spouses, spouses, like when you once you've been married for like, once you've locked them in with kids and you know, poverty. <laughs> in our case, <laughs> and you're not worried about them leaving. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you start, just start imitating it. It is. It's horrible. We're not. We we have everything we need, and we are blessed. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't know if I impersonate Danny. Really... Do you do the generic wife, Ooh. husband voice? <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Don't interrupt me while I'm working. <laughs> he never says that. And Ever. then the, the the husband just does the shrew voice for the wife. Danny did a good one today we went to a movie and it was like a a foreign movie that everyone's really enjoying and i like kind of liked it but i didn't love it and i was like 
I know this is going to sound judgmental. He goes, you? <laughs> <laughs> judgmental? <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> you can only make those kind of jokes when you're very secure. Yeah, you don't make those jokes like year one no. of marriage. No. <laughs> you question everything. They don't love me. What does this mean? <laughs> this is a, this is an issue. This is a big issue. <laughs> this is a big deal. This is a battle we have to pick. <laughs> I saw this um thing. We're we're off the rails. It's okay. I saw this thing on Instagram today, and I was like, this is probably the most concise, best marriage advice I've ever seen. And it wasn't really meant to be marriage advice. It was just, let people have their moods, and don't assume all their moods are about you. And I was like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) It's like, can I please go back and tell myself that 19 years ago? totally, totally unfollowable you know <laughs> well, when you're a newlywed though yeah yeah there's no way to there's no way to do that when you're a newlywed i know but you know maybe somebody listening could, could yeah they, they tuned in for the john lovitz impersonations <laughs> young people they, they, they heated up to their fm am radio <laughs> station to hear a john lovitz impersonation <laughs> All right, let's do a faith-based movie pitch. Okay. Right, it's been a long time since we've done one of these, but you seem to genuinely get tickled when I we do these. these. So I, I like them. I love them. I like pitching them to you, and I, especially ones like this where it's not fully formed. Mm-hmm. It, I've got the I've got the general plot, but all the dots are not connected. Okay. So I'm just gonna throw it okay. all out there, and, and you can help me connect the dots. Okay, I'm ready. Well, okay, so Haas, I'm going to set this up. One thing you're always telling me is, <laughs> you know what we need in the faith-based cinema verse is, is more thrillers. Oh, okay. Enough with, enough with the romantic comedies. Okay. Thrillers. Give me a, give me a cold-blooded, pulse-pounding thriller okay. in, in the faith-based tradition. Your wish has been granted, Haas. I May I present wait. to you the film Isabella? I don't think that's. I'm trying to think. I'm hopefully I didn't copy that from. No, it's Annabelle. That's that's the one about the creepy doll, right? Annabelle is like a yeah. Annabelle, okay. It's like a horror so, oh, we're movie. good. We're good. So um, this Isabella. is not horror, right? It's thriller, it's, but not it's horror. It's a little. It it, okay. it may cross over into horror. We okay. don't know. Okay. And Isabella. the tagline for this. Tagline for this is to catch a homeschooler. She must become a homeschooler. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this this I'm movie so has two. I'm so confused how this is going to be a thriller. So I can't wait. Oh, not for long. Okay. Not for long. Okay, so this movie has two opening scenes. The first one is a is a female police detective. It's nighttime. Okay. And she's chasing a suspect across a bridge. Okay pavement slick soaked from the from the afternoon rain fog billowing up okay out of the out of the nearby woods and she chases a suspect over a bridge and screams out isabella stop okay the figure 
climbs up the bridge, jumps off into the rapids below. Oh, okay. That's the end of that. Now the second opening. Do you think we're about to get a, a faith-based saw scene? Uh, oh, yes, okay. we are. I've never seen saw. so you're gonna Well, I haven't to... either, but I know, I know what it's about. Okay, okay. So, home, six homeschoolers wake up. That's a very homeschool up. thing to say. <laughs> it is. I don't, I six. haven't either, but I know what it's about. <laughs> I read the screen it review just so I could... <laughs> I could read about the sex scenes. <laughs> Six homeschoolers wake up in a basement where they've been chained. Okay. Are drugged. they all related? No. Okay. How dare you assume that, by the way? <laughs> Six homes Six homeschool teenagers wake up chained in a basement. They've been drugged. Now they're awake. And a, a, a TV monitor flickers on the wall. And a voice rings out. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> and we see that they, the key to their freedom is in a series of challenges that homeschoolers do not want to participate in. Okay, like spin One of the, the girls, bottle? Or, you know, just talking to each other. They have to talk to each other. <laughs> okay. They don't want to do it. No, but like one of the girls, the the, the key to her chains, the, the key to her lock is at the bottom of a, uh, like a, like a, like a, cup of beer and she has to drink the beer to get to it and she can't she can't bring herself to do it okay <laughs> there's, a, there's another girl there's another girl that like it's a combination lock uh that's, that's keeping her chained up and uh there's like a projector in the middle of the room the projector starts to shake and rattle somehow and then it just, project something up into the wall it's a photo of a naked man and and the combination is written on his genitals <laughs> and she can't bring herself to look <laughs> this is very intricate <laughs> yeah it's okay. all these challenges so you just get like a little bit you know it doesn't the, we're not going to stay in the in the basement with the homeschoolers it's just setting up the fact okay. that someone is preying on the homeschoolers okay What's our age range? Like late teens? No, these are, yeah, late teens. Okay. These 17, you know, like movie teenagers where they're yeah. all like 25. Actually 25. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So nobody dies because this is a faith-based movie. We're okay. not dealing with murder here. But someone's just, someone's, someone's attacking the homeschool community. Okay. So let's meet our protagonists here. Isabella. Just two. Just two. Two, two main too main uh from the from the first opening scene the police detective penelope davenport <laughs> beautiful age 30 okay appearance beautiful of course so hot yes single has a has a loft apartment in the city a lot of nicely furnished loft apartment as a cat. Definitely way beyond what she should be able to afford. That Definitely. seems to be the theme with female cops in all their TV shows. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, you can you can kind of tell Penelope. She's 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 on the fast track. Okay. In the in the police big city police department. <laughs> but she's missing something. <laughs> so there's <laughs> there's there's a yearning deep inside. Can't <laughs> If you close your eyes, you can hear her ovaries rumbling. Oh She's saying, 
I need a godly man to put a baby in me. I thought what was missing was God himself, but it was, it was, it was not that. Okay. So Penelope Davenport, big city police detective, sent to the small town where the homeschoolers are getting preyed upon. Okay. Where she meets Luke St. John. Okay. (laughs) Widower. Of course he is. (laughs) Widower, age. Okay, we know why. Thirty-five. We know we know why this is a common trope, right? In in Christian stuff. In Christian uh, because fantasy. horny Christian women like to watch these. No, because like they well yeah, but they like one of the people has to know what they're doing so they can teach the other one. Like that's why one of them always has to be a widow this or a widower. To feel very I'm just telling you that's that's why that's a trope. Okay. There's nothing hot about two inexperienced people fumbling at each other. Wait, speak for yourself. <laughs> Anyways, Go on. I know that the listeners really wanted the the psychology of uh, Christian romance or basically all romance in general. They absolutely do. (laughs) Okay, so Luke St. John, 35, widower, owner of the small town bed and breakfast. Okay. Has perpetually gelled shoulder length hair. 35. Okay. Handsome, rugged, yet wounded. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, Penelope Davenport comes to the small town where the homeschoolers have been have been attacked, and meets Luke St. John as she's scouring the the, the town for details. Okay, decides to stay at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> chemistry chemistry begins to appear, get a little simmering in the air. Okay, she's wandering the bed and breakfast. Looking at the pictures on the wall. Oh, is that your wife? Luke St. John turns, a pained expression on his face. It was. <laughs> she says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. It's okay. It's been two years now. <laughs> so right off the bat, we know that the grieving has gone long enough that Luke oh, St. John yeah. is, is okay. ready. Can he trust his heart to love again? Mm. But I thought this was not going to be a romantic comedy. (laughs) But do we even have time for romance? Because the clock is ticking and more homeschoolers are being attacked. By a mystery attacker. Yes. Luke St. John tells her that there's a large homeschool population in the surrounding area. And the the attacker seems to know a lot about the homeschool movement (laughs) and is obviously one of them or used to be one of them <laughs> i feel bad for the listeners not getting the full experience of the way your eyes just darted around the room <laughs> penelope davenport big city detective decides as we know from the tagline to catch a homeschooler i must become a homeschooler oh gosh is this 30 year old woman going to try and pretend she's let's a- just say there's a very sensual scene where Luke St. John gifts her a denim romper. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> One of those and ones all that the while, buttons from here all the way down to the headline. Yeah, we have like a, we have like a faith-based 
like ghost scene from the movie Ghost where he like reaches around her button and like everybody. buttons up the buttons <laughs> like all the way up to like her chin on the denim romper. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of heavy sighing from her and it's as he's like buttoning up the top button. Oh, the faces right now are so good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, meanwhile, uh, so she's got two missions in this small town. She's trying to catch this mystery attacker, but she's also trying to learn about Luke St. John and learn about his, his deceased ex-wife, Isabella. Oh. She's looking around. She's snooping. Can't help herself. Her detective instincts take over. Can't find a lot of information about Isabella. And that's when she goes, she starts dropping little hints to Luke St. John's. So she's working on the mystery in the day and then she comes back to the bed and breakfast at night. Where there's not a lot of guests at the bed and breakfast. It's a lot of time for her and Luke to have dinner together. (laughs) Okay. And that's when Luke St. John lets it drop that Isabella didn't have a lot of records because she was from a fundamentalist homeschool family. Oh, my. Didn't even have a birth certificate. Oh, wow. This is a, this is a deep it's cut Starting to here. feel some things okay. here. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's skip ahead a little bit. We're going to have to put a and, content and, warning at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. Okay. And Isabella, and this is a, this is a quaint, this is a quaint countryside right. town. Not a lot of technology, but Isabella sets up a trail cam. Wait. And manages Isabella, to guess. No. I'm sorry, Penelope. Okay. Penelope starts to guess ahead and figure out who the next victims are going to be. And she sets up a trail cam and catches the perpetrator on camera. Okay. Coming in at night. And she manages to chase the perp off, vanishes into the woods, but she's got the trail cam. She looks at the footage. It's not a man. It's a woman. It's Isabella. compares the trail cam to the pictures at the bed and breakfast eerily similar i can hear the montage music in my head now we're now we're getting to the scene where penelope tightening the noose around isabella but at the same time scared to confront luke st john does he know more than he says he knows what does that mean she puts that to the side and focuses on the task at hand. Save these homeschoolers from Isabella. Intercepts Isabella at the scene of the next would-be crime. Chases her to the bridge where she jumps off. Comes back to the bed and breakfast. Oh, immediately. Goodness. Finds Luke St. John at the front desk. And asks about Isabella. To which he says, I don't think we'll be seeing her anymore. (laughs) And at that point, Penelope Davenport looks down and there are wet footsteps. (gasps) Oh, is this like a psycho? Like a double... (laughs) A double person? And that's the end. It ends on a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. (laughs) (laughs) Setting up Isabella 2. Yeah, and the L's are the two (laughs) in her name. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
That's that was wow. That I was I was on the edge of my seat, on the edge of my mattress since I'm in bed. <laughs> okay. I mean, what is she doing to the homeschoolers? She's well, just like embarrassing because <laughs> you said nobody dies. She's just yeah, like this... mildly traumatizing them. Yeah, I, I making them look at boobs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she's showing them Adidas ads. <laughs> no, like in the first version of this, I had in my head she had like bombs attached to the homeschoolers, and then like this all kind of like very sensors. Morbid. Everybody else got blown up. Not even. <laughs> think you want to share that with the world what you just told me i feel like should be kept between friends <laughs> it's just so beautiful absolutely incredible <laughs> yeah like the, the the homeschoolers from the original scene uh, they're found after like three or four days they could have gotten out in like 10 minutes they didn't <laughs> want to drink a beer or look at nudity so they had to stay in the basement for like three days <laughs> okay we got we gotta cast this movie okay so do you for, have any ideas uh not for penelope davenport but i feel like there's like a hundred actresses like that for hallmark hallmark or pure flicks movies for luke st john i feel isn't there like a sixth hemsworth brother or something that they could slot in there mm, probably I yeah, but I mean, if with the last name Hemsworth, they're probably above this. So, who's like at the right spot to be? It has to be somebody career-wise who's ready for this. Well, it has to be someone who's not too big, right? If they're cosplaying as a woman, (laughs) so who would that be? Who is well? It's a it's a tricky needle to thread because they have to be they have to be sort of like the classic, you know, faith based widower owner of a bed and breakfast. <laughs> classic. <laughs> uh, it's like in my head, I'm thinking he looks a little bit like uh, what was that guy's name from the OC? Peter Gallagher. Mm. Peter Gallagher? No. Was that his name? That guy's like old. The real... No, but like when the OC happened, he was like, he was like forty-five, like that that kind of like real dark, complete like dark featured guy. I don't know who. But he needs to be like about like thirty-five, thirty-eight, forty, somewhere in there. Who is this guy? It's just uh, when you don't watch movies or TV, this is this is this is where you get hung up. So who's like the great value, Robert Pattinson? That's who we're looking for. Like, why does it have to be the great value? Why don't we just use Robert Pattinson? Well, oh, what he, about I mean, that he's too... guy who plays um, oh, that British actor? You know, like who was ten in, years ago, um, the Fifty Shades movie. He's like good looking but not Jamie Dornan. He's like good looking but not like 
Okay. Like Thor size. <laughs> like the Ironically enough, like if you caught him about ten years ago, he's he's too much of a he's a little too old now, but ten years ago, Rogers he's doing like the person of interest. This would have been Jim Caviezel. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Yeah. If you got him like right at like forty or right around that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this was Jim Caviezel. He would have loved to have been in this movie. Actually, you know who else I I've Jamie Dornan's fine. I'm gonna throw another name out there. Zach Levy. You know so many more people than me. Who is the guy that? from the, uh, the Shazam? That's oh Levi. Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zachary Levi. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so cast Penelope Davenport for me. Okay, it has to be somebody that. has to be somebody that can pass for a teenager right but she's 30 right is that is that the part of the plot yeah she's like 30 she's 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 in that like kind of like that faith-based movie hallmark movie sweet spot of like hot kind of like not hot like i feel like our go-to what am I trying is to what sadie robertson <laughs> Yeah, but it's like there's a specific kind of actress in the Hallmark movie, faith-based movie, where it's like really attractive, but also kind of wounded, like just a little. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't watch these movies, so <laughs> I I only listen like, to you, the. Plots. You couldn't cast Megan Fox, but it, like you couldn't cast Megan Fox. It has okay. to be. She's too hot. <laughs> yeah, like a like a Rachel Lee Cook thing of she's super pretty, but oh, like she's her hair's a mess kind of thing <laughs> from she's all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the yeah. glasses thing that you continually rail about yeah. of Yeah. Okay. I didn't do a good job explaining that, but I get it. So like an attractive woman like any, in her 30s. We don't know any the, mid-20s actresses. No, we don't. We're problem. just killing time right now. Thinking like Zendaya. That's all I can think oh, of. No. That's all I can think of. Okay, what about the... Um, what about... Who is... I'm thinking of like Disney people. No, none of those people. No. The, the Descendants girls? No, they'd be no. about the right age. No. No, they're not allowed. They're not allowed okay. in our movies. <laughs> you haven't forgiven Dove Cameron, have I you? I haven't forgiven Dove Cameron for getting a new face in between the first and second movie. <laughs> Aren't we really are angry at Dove Cameron's family, though? Like her parents? Like. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I, I mean, Sadie Robertson, the only 28-year-old actress we this know. Is, this is where we need Audrey to come in and cast these movies for us. She's probably She probably knows all the young people, right? I don't know, Audrey. Come come writing in. and Yeah, so I, cast this like movie Aud for us. Or Becca. Becca definitely knows all the young, hot actors. Becca kind of scares me because she does, but she also knows all the stuff from our yeah generation two she's, and she's it's a like, renaissance woman <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh you poor thing like you know 
<laughs> you know who I listen to in youth group. Like that makes me so sad for you. <laughs> well, I yeah. gotta say, out of all the faith-based movies, this one definitely seems like one of the more interesting ones. The thriller, the thriller aspect is is a good thriller and romance. I love it. <laughs> Also, uh, you know, we'll have a Tony Danza cameo in there, too. No, no, <laughs> John Lovitz. He's like the, what is he? <laughs> uh, he's, we'll just cast him as the male he's lead. He's Penelope's police chief. <laughs> I want you to go down there. I want you to find this guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I want you to arrest him, see? <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. I need to try my hand right. at another. That was weird. Thank you. Very well. Thank you. You know, it's amazing what you can do with uh, prepping the, the frantically prepping the 15 minutes before the show begins. <laughs> that was not done in 15 minutes. I don't believe you. There's nothing hot about two inexperienced people fumbling at each other. Husband voice. <laughs> Tits. <laughs>